It's Friday, August 11th, and this is Two Guys, Three Trends, the show where we hit you with the top trending topics on Google Trends. This is all presented by Avenue 4 Communications, a digital marketing and creative technology company in Winnipeg and Montreal. Today, we talk musicals, hip-hop, and Applebee's. <laughs> Let's get trending. It's Friday. I'm Kieran. And I'm Mac. And this is the first trend for today. I'm really amped about it because it is the Google Doodle. If you haven't hit Google.com, check out the Google Doodle today, celebrating the 44th anniversary of hip hop. You can, like, gives you a history lesson. It tells you about DJs and how the break was was created in hip hop, where breakdancing came from, and then it is an actual turntable. You can scroll through records, select them, put them on each side, crossfade it, scratch. It's got awards and everything. It's awesome. It's so cool. It is really really cool. Karen just showed it to me, and uh, I commented that it's incredible how much resources Google has accessible to them to be able to build a tool like that just for one day. Yeah, one day just for the history of hip-hop. The Google Doodles, of course, they're always really, you know, they always put a lot of effort into them. They have a whole team dedicated at Google that really, just really? does, yeah, they just do arts. They're, they're, oh. they're like the Google Doodle team. They like come up with what they're gonna do every I wonder if it says that on their business card, Google Doodle. Google Doodle team. Google uh. Doodle Pro. <laughs> but I think it's, it's one of those things that like, uh, Google's just known for, it's like a great, it's a great brand awareness thing. Like everyone's like, check out the Google Doodle today. It's like, not only am I going to use it to search anyway, but I'm going to learn about sweet hip hop from DJ Cool Herc throwing old school jams in the Bronx. True. I love that. I also love that. Check it out today if you if you're on the internet at all. If you want, if you're on the net, if you're on the net, surf past it. And uh, and scratch scratch it up. Do do some uh, do some DJing of your own. It's just super neat. It is. So for the second trend of today, in pancake and casual dining news, Applebee's and IHOP are closing uh, up to 160 restaurants coming up over the next couple of months. They. They were guessing that they were going to close up to 60 in the first quarter, and now they say they're going to plan to close up to 135 Applebee's. Uh, the brand, like uh, Dine Equity, says that we are investing in the empowerment of our brands by improving overall franchisee financial health. So basically saying... Sounds like they're trying to get ahead of the problem rather than like trimming the fat of 60 stores and laying it, which I think is a good management decision. I think... It might be a good management decision. I do know that they did they did a rapid expansion. Uh, many chains were growing pretty aggressively, but like people are spending less on on like going out on going out for that kind of casual. That's a designing. generational shift in buying power, though. Like yeah, millennials are just even Gen Xers are a little bit cheaper. I just took Max's phone away from him I was, in the middle I was, of that segment. I was maybe doing something. <laughs> but it was still, it was work related, so. I just want your attention for two seconds. Okay, here. Can we just, 
put our phones in the middle of the table at dinner at Applebee's. I feel and like a married couple. You can have my undivided attention on the, over you know, dinner. Do you, do you ever do that with your friends where you all put your phones in the middle of the table? I, I've literally seen that at an Applebee's. No, we don't. People do that. I was out. I was out last night though, and none of us were on our phones, which is pretty, which is pretty impressive. I will lock my phone though. <laughs> I'll lock it. I'll make that commitment to you. So you, so you think this Applebee's uh, and. Uh, IHOP thing is it, this is probably going to be better for them overall. I don't know if anybody's closing stores; they're really not doing very well. <laughs> um, everything I don't know the whole consumer, not the consumer culture. Well, yeah, the consumer culture is changing in the sense that everybody want. Okay, so I think this is the big shift. Everybody wants things right away. Yeah, they want them exactly how they want them. The shift in mentality has now been everybody expects things right when they want them and how they want them. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go out and have the social experience, um, a restaurant's fantastic, but companies like Uber Uber Eats, a local competitor here, Skip Dishes that we have in Manitoba, um, I feel like they're probably having something to do Yeah, you can, you know, when you can get your food exactly when you want it, like you can create your casual dining experience anywhere, right? Yeah, then there's really no need to go to the restaurant. And and then overall, you know, people are, you know, our budgets are stretched, you know, just from a, like the yeah, perspective it's, of, it's, of a millennial. Oh my goodness. I, if I ever, if I ever say millennial again on the podcast, yeah. reach through anchor and slap me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, our budgets are already stretched, right? So if yeah. we can create, if we can create that experience without having to pay extra and go out, then we're going to do that too, right? Businesses in general have to learn to be adaptable. Uh, And I mean, I am tying this back to marketing a little bit, but um, not even necessarily marketing, but marketing is a big piece of it because it's it's communication. But, um, you know, adapting your business in the way that it operates and represents itself is really important. And I haven't seen Applebee's or Triplebee's really... Applebee's, what did we I have? I hopped. Applebee's, Triple B's, Quadra B's. <laughs> what, it, what, what are the two restaurants again? Applebee's and Apple, IHOP. Applebee's and IHOP. It's Friday, everybody. Um, I haven't um, I haven't seen them make a ton of change over the last couple of years, let's just say. They yeah. seem very comfortable in their model. Uh, and I think a lot of businesses, uh, legacy businesses that are very comfortable in their model, are going to be shooken up a little bit over the next uh, five years. Walmart, I think, is one that's going to be shaken up quite a bit. Yeah, that's a uh, you know the trend for you know what Amazon moves into moves into anything. So uh, yeah, Blue Apron ain't doing so well. <laughs> Applebee's and IHOP closing 160 stores. Dine Equity, who owns both of them, their shares rose 4.1 percent Tuesday or sorry Thursday. But I probably uh, got oh, a bunch of debt off the business. Yeah, but year to date down 49 percent. So we'll see what the long term effects of these store closures end up doing the third trend today on friday hamilton the yep. hit musical that you can never get tickets to and i ri- wish would be anywhere else uh is going mobile with the launch of an official app so it'll consolidate kind of the resources for the musical across its whole portfolio of productions because it is opening in other cities yeah and it will also have the hashtag ham for ham lottery the daily drawing for $10 tickets to Hamilton. Uh, digital stickers, Hamilton f- ham cam filters for photos. I saw Lynn manuel Miranda uh, tweeting about it today 
all this ham for ham stuff. He's promoting it very heavily on Twitter. But I think the real cool thing here is the fact that they're doing a ticket lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can try like to win it's tickets. It's a smart idea. And uh, I tried to see Hamilton when I was in New York in January on business. I failed miserably. <laughs> uh, I found one guy who would sell me tickets for $3,200. That's uh, a steal, and, uh, maybe. I said, sir, that was the cost of my whole trip. So, <laughs> no, thank you. Hamilton, yeah, such a hit. Uh, you don't see that a lot with Broadway musicals no. putting out their own apps, but Hamilton is a jug- juggernaut in terms of I think productions. when Hamilton gets to the point where it's like, okay, a lot of people... The majority of the people who are upper class and can afford to see Hamilton have seen Hamilton. Uh, this is probably gonna be like a two, three year out thing, but uh, they should make a Netflix special where oh. they record the play, like like um, Kevin Hart does, and Louis C.K. Yeah, just like a live live comedy. recording of the whole of the whole Hamilton performance. Throw it up on Netflix. That would, you Netflix would pay like fifty million for that. That would be kind of a really good thing to do for some musicals, especially as they re- yeah, like you said, as they reach the end of their production. You know, like squeeze out the last couple of excuse me dollars. Yeah, because the the options for a musical are usually you you know you close your local production or and then they take it on the road, right? Or they yeah. open productions in other cities. So. Yeah. Uh, either it's the same cast traveling across the country doing like, you know, six to twelve month or three to six month and stints, or you or you could possibly do something like this. And I think this now, yeah, this is like a better option. It makes a lot of sense. And I think that the, the, an important distinction to be made with um, uh, live performances is that you know if I see Louis C.K. Uh, on Netflix or Kevin Hart on Netflix or Hamilton for that matter. I'm not, you know, if they come to town, I'm not going to go, oh, you know what, I already watched the Netflix special, so I'm not going to go see it live. I'm absolutely still going to go see it live. Whereas if if I watch a movie on Netflix, I'm not going to go see the movie in the theater then. It's it's very different. Yeah, the live performance, you know that there's going to be variation and, you know, the cast could be different. The, like, in terms of, say, a musical. Seeing things live is just so different. Seeing things live, uh, and uh, comedy is a good example of this where like I will watch a special I saw John Mulaney when he came to Winnipeg I know that he's going to have a version of the show that he performed as a special and I'll still watch it on Netflix not just because I love this show but because I know from being in the audience that he did enough unique things to performing in Winnipeg and enough you know off the cuff bits that the special is going to be quite different oh for sure yeah and they always make it that way like any um, live performer knows that, you know, like I'm sure Kevin Hart knows of the, the, the routine he uses um, for his Netflix special has got to be a little different than when he's touring and being in cities and interacting with the crowd. Because if it's a set routine uh, and it's like he's reading from a script, nobody's going to enjoy it as much. No, it's, it's definitely those off-the-cuff moments that really, really elevate the performance. And this, again, having an app for your your performance or for your uh, production is you know it's a huge thing Uh, they say it's going to add more features like karaoke tracks augmented reality content and uh, educational performances for high school students so it's going to be big and hey if you are trying to get tickets maybe it's time to hashtag ham for ham lottery never know i'll give it a try 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Two Guys, Three Trends. This was presented by Avenue 4 Communications, Digital Marketing, and Creative Technology in Winnipeg and Montreal. We have a blast doing this show. It was a short week, but we will be back on Monday. Love hearing your call-ins. If you have any thoughts on what's been trending, or no, if you have some stuff that you think we missed, send us a call-in here on Anchor. And of course, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and all those sweet places. We will see you next week. Thank you